Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. And Barker's back. Do I need to say any more? <laughs> That's why everybody will be tuning in when they hear Everything. this information. Well, be There's absolutely mortified. nothing prepared for the day show. Me and Rory did actually go to the game, but we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to give you the, the floor for. Can, can you squeeze up half an hour by yourself? I've actually blushed a little bit after that introduction as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I'm a very modest man. Very <laughs> modest indeed. One of the most modest men in Britain. That, that's not. That's somebody who's said that about me before. Is that what's on your Twitter bio? It is, it's a bio, Twitter bio, yeah. Need to move further into the move microphone, Gareth. Further into the microphone. He's, he's, he's slacking already. Slacking, <laughs> being aware. He's Pre-season. rusty. I don't yeah, usually sit on this rusty. side. Sit on, stand on this side. Exactly. I'm, I'm rusty, on the, on the rusty side. already. Mm. The listeners will be hurling abuse at you, I'm sure. Um, just happens anyway. Mm. No, we are glad to have you back. I mean, that. Yeah. <laughs> can't, I can't accept I tried it. I can't Rory, accept, say something I, and try and make it. I can't accept like, compliments. I can't accept on English, <laughs> right? I can't accept compliments. <laughs> That's why we don't have any good footballers, because anyone who's good, we're telling the rubbish. As soon as they make a mistake and drive them down. After initially saying they're brilliant, yeah, of course. Yeah, build them and that's up. what we're doing with you now. Yeah, we're saying yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah. And then we're going to knock you back end, down. There's what's coming at the end. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you decide. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. That just felt appropriate. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> going I for that big brother I know, noise. I know. <laughs> right, anyway. Rory, it's hard to talk about what happened for the first 80 minutes because um, it was quite uncomfortable to watch. And that, we, we've saw this a lot of times with, with Allardyce uh, this season where... You try to figure out what the plan is, and, yeah, because they didn't seem to be one at all. It was a lot of giving them possession, pre- protecting and respecting the point, as I'm sure. As some like <laughs> it didn't to even say. seem like that though. Normally, <laughs> when you see teams do that, there's a little bit of a plan. You can kind of mm. say, "Yeah, I'm, I can work out what they're doing here. I can work out what the plan is when we get the ball." There's a significant shift in shape, and yeah, there was none. There was none of that. Defoe was like at times just looking as if to say. What on earth's happening here? But we didn't even have the ball very much to do anything with. I think in the first half an hour, the, and obviously the possession yeah. at the end of the game was massively in the world's favour. But, but half time, it was I think we'd had eighteen percent. Yeah. So if you've had a lot of them, will be like clearances and yeah. things like that. <laughs> so controlled. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, wide shots from Van yeah. Arnholt, Um Goal kicks. <laughs> Van Arnholt. Just describing the churches here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even Sam Allardyce joked after the game, didn't he, that there was very little quality from our perspective anyway. Do we think Adam Johnson's getting enough credit? Because everybody's slagging the keeper off for that, slagging Miglia off for that. It was a good free kick, got it round the wall well, you know. If you've... Because all I've heard is criticism, to be honest. In... He, never really, he didn't really catch it, did he? I mean, he's hit it, he's hit it in but the right But can you remember when Don Hutchison used to score free kicks like that and catch the keeper yeah. on the way all the time? And I, I don't ever remember the goalkeeper getting criticised for it. It wasn't. I think he had his wall in the wrong place, didn't he? There was a big yeah, gap. There's definitely not. And he had. For that, I yeah. mean, he, Johnson put it in like the right place to give it. To be fair to him, didn't he? Like that's where that's the place where he should have put the free kick. Given and he's obviously he spotted that, hasn't yeah. he? Because um, because no, you would expect you would expect Casri yeah. to take it, and then the, they've looked at it between themselves and said, "John yeah. said, actually, I can, I can get the, this through the gap here." Hmm. Maybe he did say that. It's just you wonder. If Can you imagine the reaction if Johnson like hit the wall or something and Kazri standing over? <laughs> yeah, fans wouldn't have been happy, would they? No. You wonder if like any other keeper would have been criticised as much as well, given just well, how much scrutiny's yeah. under Mignolet mm. at the minute. I mean, it was a so- it was a soft hand, wasn't it? I mean, he's not he's not caught it brilliantly. I mean, it's a he's, he's, it's a decent effort. But he should have saved it, and he hasn't. So yeah. you know, that's there's always the thing, though, isn't it? Like with any goal now, it's like. Nobody talks about like the first goal we conceded. It's like, oh well, Kona should have got sorry, uh, 
and Doyle should have got closer to Milner and you well, know Van Arnold got stuck under the ball and that you know it's a great I mean it's a great cross like Milner's that ball in is a great ball in people were even criticising the defender on that Jamie Vardy goal against Liverpool weren't they like, mm. which is just a brilliant yeah. goal yeah. Like, sometimes, so, yeah, yeah, sometimes just I mean we, yeah. can't, we, can't, we can't be critical of uh, the second goal and Rory I mean we were in the Sunderland end and we heard the reaction when actually Billy Jones yeah. was withdrawn and the, uh, an almighty cheer went up in the was he end. being booed after the, I'm sure I heard some boos I mean I don't go to loads of away games now um, I don't know if that's been coming for a while I know he, he struggled in the last few weeks yeah. but it took me by surprise a little bit that um, when, when, when Sam first of all that Sam took him off and made a straight swap in the right back position there was no shift in shape or anything mm. like that just getting um, out of firing line wasn't it no point in him and Allardyce is probably thinking at that point, well, the game's gone now. Bit of damage limitation going on there. and just... Unless there was, the genius was in that substitution. <laughs> yeah. There's to something, the there's something team, us, yeah. us non-footballer folk aren't sure about. I mean, but the, the inclusion of Yedlin really opened up space. Maybe they'll really like him. He's like <laughs> good pals with them all and that. And they like him better than Billy Jones, I don't know, since Billy Jones cut his hair. Maybe he's not as cool as Yedlin. He doesn't look as cool since he's no, cut his he hair, doesn't, does he? Looks like Rob Brydon since he cut his hair, doesn't <laughs> oh, he? He just looks like a disappointment. <laughs> Do you know, that's the thing. I mean, that, poor Billy Jones. I mean, He's even got a, a sort of disappointing name, hasn't he? A very basic English name, isn't it? His name kind of went with his hair, I thought. He kind <laughs> yeah. of had the look and name of a yeah. 70s footballer. Mm. Get rid of the hair. Or a singer-songwriter. And, it's, and yeah. it's just not there anymore. I think the thing with Billy Jones is... that sort of joked about it earlier in the season how like when they were both quite poor it was like I said that you know Van Arnold was jumping up and down saying look how rubbish I am where <laughs> Billy Jones has been quietly dreadful and I think Billy Jones has been quietly dreadful for quite a long time and he just he saw just nothing he just doesn't he's so dull that people don't <laughs> notice how bad he is it's like that guy in Father Ted who like with a boring <laughs> voice <laughs> Like hey, we're not getting a ball yeah, exactly. so that's I, been living to you before yeah, that one. but it is that's what it's like it's just like can't <laughs> concentrate on him because he's so incredibly dull because you can kind of forgive like the errors of Van Arnholt like he gets he made, makes a mistake for the first Liverpool goal yeah well if Billy Jones goes and scores five in a row now but we, yeah, we exactly. might be yeah. Van Arnholt even if you take it that game alone he got into that area where he should have scored from you're not going to well Jones should have scored against Manchester City mm. but Van Arnholt Shows has shown quite consistently since about from December that he he'll either make a goal, score a goal, do something positive. But any have we ever seen Van Arnold make such a big mistake like well, Jones? It's such a basic error. A good, I mean, the point you make about he was Mignolet, getting caught out positioning a lot. But the, first but the half point the, the point you make about Mignolet is like everything he does is like scrutinised because the narrative is that. Van Arnholt's a really bad defender, but yeah. he's a good going forward. It's like every goal that goes down the left-hand side is automatically Van Arnholt's made a mistake and it's his fault. But like with Billy Jones, he's had to get to the stage where he's making like these sorts of errors for people to notice how bad he is. It's like Billy Jones, well, he's solid enough. He's not spectacular, but he's solid. He isn't solid. He's like, he stands off people and lets them cross it. Like, he does stuff like that. Like, when he goes narrow, like, he gets caught, like, flat-footed, um... Like it's, he's kind of like there in body, but not in like spirit or ability or like mentally or anything. It's just <laughs> like he's just terrible, isn't he? I mean, t- like it's sad to say because it's certainly clear why he wanted a right back. And in, in, in the, yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, that's obviously got to. He must be thinking, well, 
this, this well, what does Yedlin think? Yeah, no, what does Matthews think? Uh, what does Matthews think? Yeah, think yeah. Yeah. They must be thinking, God, we are really <laughs> football. <laughs> we can't go to the second, team second bottom of the league, three right-backs and trying to buy another one. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, it's terrible, isn't it, really, when you look at the the recruitment. I mean, Yedlin, I mean, I wish I'd said it on mic, but we were talking about the transfer window in the summer, and I said, like, oh, DeAndre, I was off mic, I was like, DeAndre mm. Levin's got last deadline day loan to Sunderland written all over him and sure enough he just it's just such a it was such like oh I can't get anyone else just get him just get yeah. this 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 full back I've, I've said before on this show I brought up on the show with the people I go to the games with um, the kind of split on Yedlin I don't um, think he's that bad I, I don't think, think he's done any I don't think the majority he's of people the majority of people sort of I would drink with or go to the game with would rather say Yedlin play oh, definitely. And, and that's not Something that's just recent either. That's that's long standing. I mean, if you watch watch the way that mistake develops, it's a, it's because he miscontrols a basic pass into his body, and then he's got a simple ball on the catamole inside. All he has to do is pass it inside. Wouldn't even have to do that though. Just but he doesn't. <laughs> just even like get rid of and it. Put it out for a throw. If it comes when he goes forward as well, he goes forward and he like his crosses when they get hit like hit a defender, they don't even go for like a corner of the throwing. They just get stuck. In the player, and it's like you can't even <laughs> not cross a ball properly. Properly, like it's bizarre. It's like watching a kid like not be able to play football properly. It's weird. He's just regressed so badly. I mean, under Poyet, he looked all right, but I don't know. I don't know if it's because we'd had like Shalutska, and then well, then people were sick of. I think the way Poyet set up uh, as well. The, um, Possession-based game. Your centre midfielder is going to give the full-backs a lot more options than we cur- we currently do now because we're set up differently. I think that's why full-backs are probably important under Sam Allardyce more. You need a better rounded full-back. Yeah. Uh, Poyet, as you say, because I mean, it's the same as when we just to use as a comparison when when people talk about John O'Shea on the ball, how how sort of weak he can be on the ball. Yet when he played for Manchester United, he didn't, mm. he didn't look that because he had all these players coming and making themselves available for the ball. I know it's a but but I the think comparison like, isn't totally to solid. To be fair to O'Shea, you, know you, I mean? you can handle the ball and you know when it's being passed along the back four, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like it's he was a, gilly for giving a few away again the weekend. Aimless punch right, forward. But at least he's managed to miss a footballer from the other team. So <laughs> I mean that's probably like clearing the ball up the field one on one. I mean all. I mean the ball for Jones. He get he receives it once he's like managed to like work out that as a footballer at his feet. Like then the option is, do I just lump it up the line? And he try, he just lumps it up the line every time, gives the ball away. I mean, going forward again, he just, you know, he does take up some good positions. But when he gets the ball, it's a problem. It's like he can't use it. He just gives it away. He can't cross it. I mean, he had a great chance against Man City. He had people running in on the ball, and all he has to do is whip it in. And he decides he's going to come back on his left foot and then go back, and then he like lollops it into the box. And everyone who's running on the ball stopped then, so like the chance is gone. It's just, you know, he's not—he's just not good enough, is he? And like, to be fair to Yedlin, I don't think Yedlin's done anything like horrifically badly since he's played for Sunderland. I mean, you can only really think of the Everton game, can't you? Well, I'm, for, I mean, for, for Yedlin, like, you'd have not but, in his but favor. He wasn't, but he wasn't. Oh, alone. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Had, like Billy Jones, like, Wes Brown. And, I can't uh, think of a standout to a game apart from that. Though. I'm it's delighted to say that uh, Billy Jones is on the show next week, so it should be interesting <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to get his view on that. I mean, uh, it yeah. seems like a, he's probably a nice guy and all that, but like, he's just not. He's just not good enough, is he? Like, and he's he's ba- he's he's not good enough, and he's probably playing above himself when he was doing all right. Now he's he's his form is a problem, and like, it does say something that he was 
taken off. I mean that yeah. the like for like change, like you say, mm. that is a real like that's a telltale sign that somebody's not happy. <coughs> yeah, yeah. He either injured or somebody's clearly not yeah, happy with your performance. Yeah. For a defender day. I mean, Ian Wright, much of the day, was like, oh, I think he might have been carrying an injury because he got taken off. I was like, no, Ian, he's just rubbish, mate. That's why he got taken off. <laughs> you should have tweeted the show, match yeah. of the day. Might have came up along the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> like, with all like, the players saying, yeah. like, really happy with your point yeah, there was yours. It's the kind of tweet you would have had to put lol on the end of, though. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You mentioned Lee Catamall there. That, that's a good enough link for me. Um, what were. Tell me about Lee Catamon, his role in Sunderland now. We've seen, we've saw Kirchkov come into the midfield, play very well against Manchester City, a little bit off the pace against Liverpool, yeah. uh, without being horrendous or no, terrible. No, no. Yeah, God, just but what is pocket pick which we led to a couple of big chances? Well, the inclusion of, of Jan and Villa, though, prior to that, we were already sort of starting to question Lee Catamon's role in the side because Villa was sitting deep, taking a lot of uh, yeah. defensive responsibilities, mopping those up. Now we have two guys doing that. I mean, he was uh, he he played very poorly against Man City, and I'm not sure that was down to the systems. Much he just had a bad game. He, he couldn't find a target with a pass. Against Liverpool, he was he was like a spare part. He kept they, they finding himself used, in like yeah. weird in random positions, forward areas. Like I, was, I watched the I watched the game on the on the um, the during the illegally basically yeah. <laughs> trying to find a way of like showing. Yeah, I illegally watched some of the Liverpool. If you're listening, data call. Um, and there was a point I think in the comment that was like, "Oh, you haven't seen him um, like Catamol getting beyond like." To four enough and all that. I was thinking, what? Yeah, because well, he's <laughs> got. Is what's yeah. happening? What, what is he doing? Like he should never be beyond. Exactly. Like he should but never he's be got, he's, he's, he's got no option to do yeah, it. It's like, it's like yeah. literally there's no room. It's, it's he's he's been popped out of yeah. his position. Looks yeah. two games now. He's looked lost, hasn't he? I, I mean, his use of the ball. I think it's some something that people do criticise him on. I think it's a it's a lazy criticism. I think he's good on the ball, but like he's been wasteful. He keeps on trying to like do like force. Like straight those straight diagonal like mm. straight diagonal balls mm. in the box. Hollywood are, ball. And never yeah. you're never gonna be able he's not gonna be able to clip a ball thirty yards into space in the box and with the runner, especially the way we're set up like at Liverpool with like basically just like ten men behind the ball. Like he's not gonna be able to do it. It's not gonna work. I'm trying to think of a metaphor about Three things being squeezed into one place, and the other one like literally popping out because that's what. It <laughs> well, <laughs> those um, tweet do tweet us Alan, with your pa- Alan Parridge's shorts <laughs> from, uh, from uh, the eighties with the under the perished underpant lining. So is Catamol the perished underpant lining? No, no, no Catamol's the um, so the, the midfield um, three's the, the underpant lining. Catamol's popped out again, um, and he needs to go. He needs to be Tucked either away. pop back in or they need to buy some new shorts. Because you mentioned. Um, could Seb Larson be the new shorts, shorts coming back? Well, to Seb Larson's one who you look to come in now, and you think you think Lee Catamol's place could be in danger with him. You, you mentioned there about what our right backs uh, Yedlin and Matthews must think if he's going to try and sign a right back, uh, and Billy Jones is still getting ahead of them. The same could also be said for Jack Rodwell in centre midfield. I've not mean, done anywhere near enough to stick. You forget, him. don't you? Like you, you almost forget about him. Like when he was on the bench at the weekend, I never even thought like, oh, I should bring Rodwell on. Which you is, don't which think is about him. Do you? It's sad on so many levels yeah, and yeah. for so many different reasons. That I mean, t- for me, like, like now I just see him as like emergency championship loan. If we had the players like go off to like Derby County or like Middlesbrough or somewhere like that, a team like vying for promotion. Mm. To us next season. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like he's regressed. I mean. I've always been a big advocate, you know, when he people was sort of having a go at him at the start when he first came and, and I was saying, you know, he signed a five year contract, people complain when we signed players on loan and moan. 
he signed a five-year deal, we've got to give him the time. He hasn't played a lot of football, but it's been 18 months now, and he just hasn't hasn't delivered in, in anywhere near enough, has he? Considering the ability he's got, I mean, he, he's not the most amazing technical footballer, no. but he can, you know, he's got a decent shot on him. He's good in the air. Um, thing is, like he picks up some good spaces, stuff like that. But well, you think it would be an ideal time for him now because we've saw glimpses of, of, of him getting in the box, arriving in the box, and stuff mm. like that. Where before he was playing the side where we didn't know he didn't know how to define himself. I think more than anything, mm. he was playing in a often in a three-man midfield. Now, because you have Envilla and you have Kershaw, it would be the ideal time for him to say, "Okay, he's my chance not to be a box-to-box player or sit back. I'm going to be the guy who does the forward running here." You would have thought. Does say quite a lot, though, doesn't it? Like you're saying about Rodwell's contract there, that we'd rather see 30-year-old Seb Larson, whose contract runs out in the summer, than Who give is, Rodwell. Did chance. he sign a three? He year signed year a new one last year, didn't he? The season before, wasn't it? It was just after he'd won the Player of the Year, and then I think he signed a two-year extension. I thought it was in the summer. I did as well. I think it was after we played. Because he won did, Player of the Season. This is what happens. All these relegation campaigns are just blending. He won away. Player of the Season after we the escape under. Poirier and then I think signed two year deal after that really? oh, which would mean his contract's running out uh, I tweet us I think he signed it in the summer like my well. gut says signed yeah, I did in the as summer well. it's easy wrong. to forget but either things. way I mean we could debate argue about this for the rest <laughs> of the show but we wouldn't get anywhere either but, way with yeah. his age compared to Rodwell's mm-hmm. age who's going to be who, who's the bigger investment here the, you know, the £10 million signing of Rodwell the free transfer of Seb Larson we'd still rather see Larson pick up that role, and I think he would it, probably it, do just as well, wouldn't he? Because it is, you know, similar things that you'd be wanting from both. It's Kershaw really who's, <clears throat> you know, created the, the problem because we always we thought he was coming as a centre back. I mean, the thing was, oh yeah, he can play hmm. in centre midfield, but because he did so well against Man City, he, he he didn't have a terrible game at Liverpool. So he was just a bit average, really. Yeah, I mean, a bit but, off the pace, yeah. I think. Um, hasn't played a lot, remember? But you wouldn't well. you wouldn't say like, oh, he can't play. You've got to drop him after that performance. No, no. I mean you drop Catlin all ahead. It looked of more of a physical problem than an ability problem, yeah. didn't it? Um, so that's the thing, really. But in a, in a way, that's it's given his style of play. You know, when you've got MV and Kershaw in there, they probably dovetail quite nicely. Um, like Kershaw seems more like a kind of a ball winner, like in terms of picking up second balls. Mm. I said it's almost like Lorik like, even though he's totally different. That's what I was saying in the show last I mean, week. I can see similarities, even though they're entirely different players yeah, on the ball. He carries ball. himself. He kind of yeah, like an, the way, the way like he, confidence he knows where to be, he knows where yeah. to be to break up the attacks. He kind of, in a kind of looks a bit like makes it look easy. when he's on the ball. He's a bit like a Gomez type player, like plays at his own pace. Yes, and, he does. Slows it down and then like picks the pass. Um, never seemed to be worried about people being around him in the Man no. City game, which I thought was quite, no, quite he impressive. Just, he was never under pressure on the ball, was he? He, was, he had all the time, which was. Yeah. And that's when, and when people laugh and say, "Oh, you signed a player from Bayern Munich, but he didn't get a game." But that's where that education yeah. will come oh, in yeah. handy because yeah. he's playing with these guys. Bare minimum, he's playing with these lads and training every yeah. week, so that yeah. is going to help. I mean, he can obviously handle the ball. I mean, he, he looked a lovely footballer against Man City. Um, but yeah, I mean, Catamol is the the a problem in the middle in the middle at the moment. Maybe the. I mean, we have the, we have he's this. Out, he's we, out of form. We, he's we, out of form. We hear this before so often with Lee, and, and then he'll come back and prove people wrong, yeah. and he'll find a place on the side. Well, he will. But I, I think, think he will. But it, if you're out of form, yeah, then sometimes you do it, just need to take that player out of the firing line. It's as well. relevant what, what what Proctor always says, isn't it, on the Thursday show, and he always says that 
Gus Poyet, when he moulded that role for him, he struggled at first, then he excelled in it, that deep lying, mm. and, he, and, he, mm. and he kind of made him as a player. Now, that's just not available for him mm. anymore. We, we barely really play that as such anyway, no. and then it's certainly not going to be him who gets Especially the gig. Play, it's not going to be him who gets the gig anyway, three is it? The back, you definitely will play no. that catamole type player if he's going to be deep. And we don't um, have time for him to acclimatise now, no. really, do we? We need someone to be going in. But you can't, you can't. He can't be finding himself in the areas of the pitch he's been finding himself in and be effective and affect the game positively. I think that's the problem. And if that's happening, then it's like, well, it's two, it's two from three of those, isn't it? And yeah. if they're on form, Kirchhoff has come in, done really well, and then Vias, you know, you can't drop him Vias. So if Lee's out of form, then like we we love Catamol, like you know, we always mm-hmm. like extol. The virtues of Catamol, <laughs> but if he's out of form, I mean that, that's the thing. They need results. They need to win games, and like you can't. It's not about like having favourite players and being mates. They've got to find the most effective group of players. And quickly, it, 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 they've got 13 games to win. I mean, Allardyce is saying six. I mean, that means we're winning half of our games. I think. I mean, um, like, to ma- me, to ma- me, that seems maths isn't my strong point. All right, so bear with us here. But I mean, I was looking at the, at the form table of the day, and that goes back six games, mm. and we have eight mm. points. So to do that again in the next twelve games, we'd be sitting on thirty-six going into the last game. All right, another nineteen points. Thirty-nine. 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 No, two eight, so, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. So we're going thirty six going into the last game. That's just and that's not based on anything apart from numbers. <clears throat> Would that even be enough this year? Because we're in decent form now. I don't think thirty six going to Watford away last game of the season where you could pick up something. That could be I mean I'd take thirty eight off it now. Would you? Thirty six. We say this we said this last season. Oh definitely. If somebody said you can have thirty eight points going on. I mean just full stop, I'd take thirty eight. We said the same so last, we're, last we're in, season. We're in that that we, kind, we, need a, we need to kind of sustain this form, maybe with an extra yeah. draw somewhere. I think, like, mm. I think you know, I mean, people like joke about how I'm negative and stuff like that. But like, in, like among our friend group, I'm probably like one of the most positive ones <laughs> when it comes to Sunderland. You know, like as Craig always says, I'm negative about absolutely everything but Sunderland. Um, but this time, I just have that. I came out of Man City and I thought, it's too much, to too do. much to do. Yeah. There's too much to do. Um, you know, as well as the play, and I enjoyed the game, and it was, you know, I think the saddest thing was thinking, you know, we've actually had. It looks like we might have had a good January transfer window, yeah. and it's going to mean nothing There's because in the loads summer, of ironies, isn't it? Because in the they, summer, Casri will be gone straight away, Corny will be gone straight away. I mean, Kershaw might stay. I don't know, given you know his injury record, people like that, and you think, I think it's, you just think, it's a big ask. Like you can't write them off, but on. On paper, when you're talking about winning six of thirteen games, to give that'd give them thirty-seven points, would it? Something like that. I mean, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Mm. Would it, would yes. that, I yeah. don't know. Stop with the maths. I think yeah. it's thirty-eight. Yeah. That you're thinking? Oh, that's uh, that's a lot of games to win. We've only won five all season. To win six in your last thirteen. I think you're looking at the, to- at the points total, as I say, because the last six games we picked up eight points, and there's been draws and that as well. So. I think the thing is, those draws aren't enough, though, are they? Like draws, draws are just not enough at this stage. You, you, the more games you draw, I mean, you've to. It's three. If you draw three games, that means you've got ten games left, and you've got to win five of them to to accumulate those points. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big ask. I mean, 
I'm not it's, saying it's, it's, we're definitely down. It's, it's not looking at the other side as well. I mean, you, you look at Norwich and they have lost five in a row, so they're pretty much in free fall. You think Allardyce would be saying to the players, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but the season started in January. If, and mm. we're, we're talking about the last game. It hasn't been so bad since yeah, the turn of the year. Yeah, we'd be 10th. We've signed some good fo- players. The form table was the sixth game yeah. since the turn of the year, since Aston Villa, so we'd be 10th. But we've signed some good players, as we've said. The worrying thing is, though, sorry, the worrying thing is, when you're looking at that form table... There aren't many sides around us who are actually making yeah. up the bottom of those sides. So it's not like, you know, it's decent form, mm. but it's not like it's going to propel us even level with some of those yeah. those sides. Because we've already got that ground. I think that, that Norwich result of the weekend's a massive one because... Well, they've lost five in a row. But so to lose to Villa, like, that's the kind of game where you, you <clears> we know what those games are like, yeah. where you go into them and you think, we've got to win today. Mm. Like, this is our chance to pull away, and then you lose it and you're thinking, oh, no, we're in bother, especially with Newcastle winning. I mean, people keep on saying Newcastle will be fine, but they're, they're, it's narrow margins they're winning games by when yeah. they're winning them. They're winning their, their, they're picking up points in their home games, yeah. aren't they? And that'll obviously. And they've still got defensive problems, um, which you know has been their problem all season. They didn't address that in the window, and then you look at. Is anyone who I mean, can West, West Brom for me? Is I was going to say there's always a side yeah. who absolutely just just falls like a pack of cards from February onwards. Well, there's, however, West Brom too far ahead for that to be relevant. There's three stuff. It was Newcastle last year. Wasn't it? Who, who, yeah. Even they had enough in the end, even though they were really bad and they were losing every but single the way, week. The way I think about it is, if you, if you're, if we were West Brom, and we look at our last thirteen games, would we be thinking to have, to get forty two points? That's a point a game. Would we be think if we were their fans? Would we be thinking we're going to average a point a game at the end of the mm. season on the form that they're in and the way that they're playing? I mean, and with no defenders, you, like we, we've obviously got people. We've obviously got people on Twitter who we speak to on the phone, like all fans of different clubs, and you engage the mood. And like West Brom at the moment, it's stinking. Like they hate Pulis, they hate the way they're playing. I mean, the fact that they didn't take the Berahino money yeah, and then and don't, don't play, play him, play go, Victor and Nietzsche being to, to go to Newcastle and play Craig Gardner on the right wing, have four centre backs in your back four, um, put Nietzsche be in front instead of Berahino. I mean. That's it's bad. That that's really bad. But I mean, they keep like they had that little patch, didn't they? I think they beat Arsenal at home, and they might have got a result against Spurs. I might have got the Spurs one wrong. They always seem to look like they've inched away that bit, and then they stutter mm. again. And Bournemouth are doing a little bit of that now. They were Bournemouth are going to be all right on that, I think. But I mean, they well, look you just don't know. Do really, you? I, I know they were playing against Arsenal, but they didn't. I know they've got a phobia up front, but they didn't look like. They I mean, it changes so quickly as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, look at when we went to Swansea the other week, and everyone was like, "Oh, <coughs> Swansea will go there in free fall." Well, they made They've the just change. lost a, a must-win yeah. game. Been unbeaten since he came mm. in. Haven't Mind they? you, we look at Swansea and, and the t- on, on paper on, t- on the table. Yeah, twenty-six points. They pulled away, but the a late equaliser against West Brom, which is. A bad result because yeah. on, on paper when you look at you, are they on twenty seven or so? Twenty six. But you yeah. look again, like if I try and think like how would I be thinking if it was I was their supporters and you look at the games coming up, Crystal Palace bang out of form, mm. West Brom bang out of form, you'd be going. We've got four two home games against both of those. You'd be sides, going yeah. four points from those games. We'll have to get four points six. from those games. <laughs> but I'm saying if you yeah. were the, if you were a Swansea fan, yeah, yeah. and then the win one nil up at West Brom, mm. get oh, pegged back. I thought you were talking about us no, playing those two then, at home. Then play Palace at home, one nil up draw on one at home to Palace and then you think in all the less that's two games gone because they'll be trying to get 40 points as well so they've got they need average a point a game to get 40 points at the end of the season I mean and if there's a new manager bounce if this is it I know they won 
They won a game, didn't they? They won a couple back to back, didn't they? And then, yeah. but then to 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 draw those games, I mean, obviously not asserting themselves against teams like West Brom and Crystal Palace. Palace I mean, are a bit of an interesting one. Like I don't expect them to get dragged no, into it. I mean, but, they've only got thirty-two points, but we've got them coming up at home soon. Yeah, we've got West Brom at home still, of course. Yeah. And they Palace have been, and it's typical of Pardew, obviously, because of when we've seen them at Newcastle. They've really struggled against yeah. the sides down the bottom. They got beat off Villa. They've been beaten off us. The lost to Swansea. I think they didn't they draw with Bournemouth recently, or, or lose even there as well. Mm. They've been really poor against those sides. It's definitely one we've got to have down for three points. I mean, that's the thing. You, you look at the fixtures, don't you? And you're going like, not you're not you, you haven't you're picking six or seven games that you might win, and they are. The sixes, they asked that that's the only games left that you might win. Yeah. So they need to win. They're not going to win them all. That's, that's a fact. They're not going to win them all. I mean, if they do, then fair enough. But let's be realistic. Yeah. We're not going to win all those games. Do we think how important? Think- mind you, aside from the Bournemouth game this season when we've been in trouble, we've gone to Palace when we need to win and we won. Mm. We, we beat Swansea, we yeah. beat Villa. We've done beat, well in the um, pressure games, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. We have Newcastle his first, Newcastle, first home game. So yeah. we've won, we've won those games. So Everton at home to come as well. Yeah, I mean, love conceding coming, goals. Coming, coming into a little bit of form, Everton though, and obviously Man United typically picking, looking a little bit brighter as we. I know we're going to play Man United in the two periods this season yeah. where they've been decent been for right. five minutes. We do yeah. win over Man U up here though, aren't we? We do win over anyone. No, we are. <laughs> in recent years, we've beat more, beaten most teams. I think have we've been we? the We've won about ten games in five years at home. Have we ever beat them at the stadium? We beat them in the cup. Um, Julio Argus scored yeah. a header and yeah, yeah. Phillips scored a penalty yeah. and yeah. Dwight York got yeah, sent off. I don't think off. we have in the league though, have we? No. no. Was that well, a well, well, game have, where, have, where we battered them? Well, we have yeah. beaten all the rest in the Premier League, I think, haven't we? We must have beaten everybody else. Like well, The, the yeah. main t- Premier League teams have always been in the Premier League. I think we've beaten all of those now. That's probably Chelsea, just my new Chelsea, Chelsea maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Come on. Don't forget that Chelsea game. When they weren't very good. We beat Tottenham and all I did. We beat Tottenham the season we went down on 19 points. Oh, we did, I right. We beat them in 2-0. And then there volley recently, we can't forget that. Didn't Darren Bibbis oh, about course, six penalties or something? Yeah. Times. Yeah. yeah, no, we well we have won football matches. Oh, yeah. That's my <laughs> new. That's what I mean. So mm. if you put in the context of that, I think my new would you to win. I think we're due to win every game at the end of the season. <laughs> but now you've convinced us. You've taught us into that. I know. I can't that. wait to hear Proctor's optimism on Thursday. Um, back to the back to the team selection and stuff. Then uh, are there any players? Then we we said Lake Catamol struggling. Are there any standout players you think? Who can come in and improve a side? Would Kabul? Would it be an argument for him to replace John O'Shea? I, 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 I wouldn't drop O'Shea. I think. Yeah. Got, I think when you when he's out, the organisation big influence on the team, mm. isn't he? I think you know. There's an argument to say. I mean, could you put Kone at right back? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't move him. No. But he can play right back apparently. But I wouldn't move him over because even though he was at fault for the for the second goal on uh, the weekend. Um, what of a few? Yeah, kind of went to sleep, didn't he? Um, but Kone's generally been very good. That that challenge on two raid, just brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> like, absolutely phenomenal. Shaw Devant. According I don't to Twitter. Know what was the, Apparently it means hot stuff, according to <laughs> somebody on Twitter told us that it means hot stuff. But it, it actually means um, Love describing a tackle as hot it means, stuff. It means warm front. Did you give Yaya Turi a warm front on that tackle? Hot front. Um Give so, me a warm yeah, front. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of warm fronts in that East stand after that one tackle went in. But now he's been 
Like he looks like a Premier League defender. And, and, and Allardyce has praised the new place, so yeah. the impact they've had in the dressing room. And we're saying that that point could end up being crucial because yeah. in the grand scheme of things, it's it's just a point. Well, other side, you you've know, got we fight, need you've to start got to back it up. Though. You've yeah. got back it up. Oh, yes, absolutely. But you know, you can only start somewhere yeah. because in the dressing room after the game, that would have felt like a win to those players. Walking in there, can be a catalyst, can't yeah. it? And so training in this week will have that little mm, bit of an extra yeah. bounce to it, even though it was only a point. So if, you, if, you could, if you're going to well, draw, yeah. if you're going to draw a game, you want to be coming from two 0 down to draw two yeah. two, don't you? I think um, you look. I mean, <coughs> going back to the players, I mean, Kazri thing's been really impressive. He just looks like, like he, I wouldn't say he's done like loads of brilliant things, but like his game intelligence is really good. Got, like the way he reads purpose it. as well. If like you look he, at all he seems way. to make all like the, all of his decisions, even if he doesn't execute it properly, it's the right decision every time. He doesn't make like a bad a bad choice. Like at the moment, I mean, I'm sure he will. But that's I think yeah, that's really we'll, encouraging. We'll, we'll, we'll drag him down. <laughs> when a player comes well in level. and he just like I thought when he came on against Man City, he just was great, slotted in yeah. and he looked like he'd been there for ages and he'd only been there for two days. And like against Liverpool, really, he should have had a goal because when he played Van Arnold in and Van Arnold missed that chance, if Van Arnold just squares it back there, and there was that chance to forehead as well where. He shot wide in the second half. He had Kazri yeah, in, yeah, in the air because obviously Defoe's always going to shoot. But yeah. if you look at pretty much every chance we had on Saturday, it came from Kazri. He obviously mm. gets the assist for Defoe. He played. He played he in Van Arnold. Well. Yeah, he fell for the free kick and even. Was that shot well, Van Arnold had quite early yeah. on? He did a lovely little flick to play him into yeah. that run. And if you had yeah. a couple more players pushing forward, you maybe get a better chance out of that. And he's he really, starting moves. You can see, like the, his part in the goal as well. It's the fact that you know, like really good control in a tight space, and a, a difficult pass yeah. to get the weight of that pass right, and then as soon as he's passed it, he's away. Like he's not standing watching. I think that's yeah, like really yeah. good. Like he made admiring your pass. Yeah, but he could have. <laughs> so been. We used to say the young ones when we caught him, yeah, "Don't stand admiring your pass. But, yeah, <laughs> don't chase it." But he he was loving it after like after a goal. He was almost like celebrating on his own yeah, in, in some ways because he knew like he he was thinking, "I'm enjoying it," and he look mm. he looks like he enjoys. That's something Enjoys else Allardyce has said. He said they've all got smiles on their faces yeah. because yeah. people want to play in the Premier League yeah. and it's just well, getting it right. No, I know, well, let's enjoy them for the last <laughs> time. <laughs> you you mentioned then. earlier how ironic it's going to be if this is the year we go down yeah. after we finally, after years and years and years, have a good transfer window where we bring in players who significantly improve our side. <clears throat> Get rid of bad players. Yeah. And who probably we, would be really good in the Championship. <laughs> where, where every other year, yeah. we, 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 despite our shock on transfer windows, yeah. we've stayed up. We have a good one and we go down. That would yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently, according to, um, according to some court, <clears throat> some some people in Switzerland with too much money and obviously you've run out of Toblerone, so the, the board <laughs> and decided to come up with some index that calculates value for money. A subjective, a subjective um, algorithm, I guess, because you you know it's subjective. Whether like, there's no like fact, there's, there's no variable. It's like. You can have an opinion. So mm. they've taken information, decided how to value players it's in the Chronicle today, and apparently we've overpaid for Kazri and Corner. But oh, Newcastle, headline for Newcastle um, underpaid for John Joe Shelby by eleven and a half million pounds. Oh, so really? by their algorithm, John Joe Shelby is worth twenty three point five million pounds, but Lamine Corner is only worth three point eight. So you're saying that even in Switzerland, they know that Newcastle have won the transfer They've won window. The transfer window. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they even know it in Switzerland. I mean, imagine, imagine going. Oh, let's come up with this. <laughs> well done. Imagine going Dragons Den with that idea. <laughs> with certain chronicle journalists out. just ringing around country <laughs> saying, "Can you, can yeah. you give us can an, you confirm an article that's really good about yeah. Newcastle, but not yeah. about Sunderland?" Mm. Stephen Fletcher as well apparently uh, thinks the 
the Le Classic derby is better than the the. But he didn't say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's better, better derby. He just said I've never experienced atmosphere like yeah. or something, didn't he? Yeah. Which is such I a, it's a bit game. of a cliche thing for yeah. any footballer this year, to be honest. I'm sure, sure he had hilarious first like, game in French football. Yeah. He literally yeah. hadn't experienced yeah. an atmosphere all like the, it. All these people like in the crowd were like waving Scottish flags. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! I was like, wait, least like give it just give it a few games. <laughs> you never know; it might suit him that league. Sometimes these well, like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll should, see, maybe we should go to Holland because Alador scored like 30 odd goals. Yeah, he in should go to <laughs> so that probably get about 60, get the old band back together. <laughs> like Alfonso Alves, who Barra signed, yeah. scored about 200 goals every season. <laughs> but he's a, they've got like quite a good striker, and I think it's he's called Bachui or something. Yeah, um, with a lot of people who were after in the window, so I don't think he'll start there. But he came on with about 15 minutes to go and. Didn't touch the ball. I think he had a couple of flicks, but that was about <laughs> really, not bad. Really, really flicks. Flicks. Yeah. Flicks. Are you sure? Oh god. Yeah. I would have. I would have had to see that to believe it. I mean. <laughs> Anybody got anything else to add? Because I'm happy with that. Are you happy with that? that? I'm yeah. happy with that. About the walkouts. Yeah, we should probably talk about yeah. that, shouldn't we? Well, I think like it's. Un- I thought like it didn't affect the result. Let's no. let's like no. what, you know, I didn't, let's, what I didn't. Let's like about, state that straight So away. it's good that when it gets media coverage, like when people talk about it, like you know Alan Shearer spoke actually quite eloquently about it like with a little bit of actual genuine passion but I think like a lot of people who speak about it in higher positions are actually like it's like lip service it's like oh yeah it's terrible like they shouldn't have to pay that much money and it's like right well okay what are you going to do about it you almost feel like you when you you mention the uh, the new TV day next year, and you almost feel like it's a lazy argument, but it's not. It's so relevant. No. Yeah, yeah. It's so relevant to it, isn't it? No. And, and it does seem like such a simplistic thing to say. I mean, but I've, it, but I've mentioned like Martin Tyler mentioned spoke quite eloquently <clears throat> about it, the twenties plenty thing, and on like during a commentary. But like, of course, because you mentioned something like that on Twitter, then everyone piles in and goes, "Well, he works for Sky. It's all very well him saying that, but he's getting all this money himself." Blah blah blah. It's like, well, what? What do you want to do? Say nothing. Thing, yeah. Don't say anything. He's going like he's he's saying that his and really it's it's but the, the club's, it's the clubs, clubs money. It's the club's responsibility. It's every club's responsibility in the Premier League. Fourteen teams need to agree to to have a vote. So there's 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 obviously some teams more than six teams who aren't willing. And obviously Liverpool are one of them. Aren't willing to to make a change um, in order to, to to benefit supporters. Um, I mean, I was reading a quote from Simon Jordan there saying, "Oh, sometimes if you know supporters want success, they'll have to put their hands in the pockets." It's like, well, sorry, but like fifty-six pound a ticket, seventy pound a ticket. I mean, the protest and seventy-seven pound a ticket. Like, yeah. when was fifty-six all right? It's like those, you know, those obesity mm. programs where somebody's like fifty stone. <laughs> it's like when they hit like forty stone, and they not think, oh, maybe I should do something about it. Fifty-six is not forty pound isn't acceptable. No, thirty-seven no. pounds it's isn't acceptable. Especially in the northeast. No? I mean, you know, when they come up with this twenties uh, plenty thing, don't you? I yeah. feel like saying, yeah, contextualize that to Sunderland, and we should come up with something yeah. like five and keep us alive or something <laughs> like that. I mean, Wigan, Wigan. twenty quid. You play. You're living in London. Twenty quid is is, is nothing really be com- fair, compared Wigan, to what, Wigan, what it is up here. Wigan used to charge twenty quid, yeah. and when you Bolton used to be all right. It was twenty. Pa- it was twenty pound. Every if you knew you could go to to the. Away at Wigan, and it would be twenty pound to get in, and like 
it was appealing and you'd, you'd get 40,000 is. You, you don't need me more. I mean, if, if it was £25, I think, like, and people just said, right, it's 25 quid, you know, 30 tops maybe, London. I'm, yeah. You could, say, like, you could, say, you could say, well, fair enough to an extent. At least have done something, but yeah. 50, 50 quid for a ticket to a football match, you just paid, though, like... I've paid forty four pound to go to a mm. to go to a football match. Because. But that's what that's and that's yeah. why they keep don't doing think it. About it yeah. But if there was something, on, there was something on at the theatre, or if you you know, like I've done it with the cricket. I love the cricket. And when I've seen a ticket for the cricket or something for like fifty five pounds to go to one day international, I've gone. I'm not paying that fifty five pound for for one day international. And you get all day. Whole day. Uh, you get all yeah. day. Yeah. Don't, with the football, it's just. You that's know, cause that's because it's got it's got your garage. It does, but that's what it is. You just pay it, and you think, oh, I'm going to the match. QPR, when we went to QPR a few seasons over, or three tickets, it was £160 to go for three of us to go to QPR to go in, in like some old shed end at the. It's going you know, to just take one or two clubs. It's going to take one or two clubs to set an example, really. You, you fail, don't you? To really set an but example. But you can't, you can't. The thing is, though, that won't make a difference because one or two clubs. I, I'm going to trigger. So one or two clubs making the difference isn't going to make someone like Liverpool go. Oh, well, we better reduce our the ticket thing, it prices. Depends, it depends on the media coverage, or yeah. because it, the, it, the it media, the the media are stuck. You just mentioned Wigan and Bournemouth done it previously in an era when people didn't really care about it. If, if one of them, if one of the Premier League clubs went and really ran away with this now, yeah. you would imagine they would get a lot of media attention off the back. If of they it. drove it all, if they didn't just do it, that they'd yeah. have to. I think yeah. market this, this the market, marketing behind the fact it. It's happened at Liverpool. I think is. Will draw people's attention to it, but yeah. the thing is, though, on the flip side of the coin, football fans can be their own worst enemy at times as well. And like we have it up here, oh, free ticket magnums or whatever. Yeah, you know. So what do you want? You want you don't want people to have cheaper tickets or free tickets, but you want ticket prices reduced because it looks great on this. Like oh, football fans are being sinned against, but as soon as your rivals. Offer free tickets or reduce price tickets to other people. That's something to be laughed at and made mm, fun of. That's just a modern. You can't have it both ways. It's like, you know, so what? Why? Why shouldn't tickets be cheaper at football but... matches? Why is that something to have a go at somebody about yeah. and make fun of? Well, or you only you can only fill your stadium if you sell tickets for cheap. I. Well, what do you think? That's <laughs> people don't have very much that's, money. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's how society works, mate. <laughs> like, you know, switch yourself on. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It just, you know. There's there's a lot of things that go on, and you just think like it's something's gonna break in the end. And I think like it, I, I know people do think like oh well they're never gonna change and all that, but I think there will be a swell of public pressure. I know the FSF ran something. They basically sent out the um, said you can contact your football club about ticket pricing by sending an email at this address, and they kind of like had email like basically had. A template the there, template, yeah. kind of send this email to these people. He is your football club. This is the person you need to send it to. And I think a few football clubs got bombarded and they got a lot of phone calls saying, what are you doing? We're in the middle of a transfer window and we're getting all these... The CEOs of football clubs are getting emails <laughs> from fans asking for reduced ticket prices. But, you know, it, it's... You know, that that's the thing. It's a business now, isn't it? And it's about getting the balance. I do agree that, like, yeah, supporters want their want the top players and the money and all that. But if a TV give them the money for that yeah. now, then it's not... You, know, some, some, you look at Sunderland, you know, we have got quite, re, re, in, in context, pretty decent ticket prices um, and also, like, we can't generate the commercial revenue that other football clubs can, you know, that's why we have to have, 
you know, grass sponsors from Africa and, you know, bottle sponsors from wherever else, you know. Official think, male grooming products. Oh, I'm sure, I'm telling you, Bournemouth, I'm, 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 I'm sure somebody can tell us if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm positive that they had a coconut water sponsor, <laughs> right? A coconut water sponsor. <laughs> But if that gets you Benicophobie, yeah, you know how many bottles of coconut water do you have to sell to buy Benicophobie? That's a question we need to go out of the show. Do tweet yeah, in the tweet answer. In, yeah. Tweet in the answer. See if anybody actually does tweet in the answer. Very maths heavy show. This yeah. week. They had a watch sponsor as well. I remember, official player watch provider sponsor. But this is where you've got to make your money now. Maybe we should offer the club a tenner or something, see what we can sponsor. With Liverpool as well, did you notice, Stephen, sorry, the... They had their flags all, you know, the, in the cop, the wave, mm. quite a lot of flags. They were all black as yeah, well. That yeah. was in pro, that was part it of the was protest, like, yeah. It was like the cop all became like anarchists. <laughs> Not they were about to like renounce <laughs> society. Yeah. But that was, that, I thought that was yeah. quite a good thing that had done, and that's mm. not really being picked up by anyone. I right? mean, a lot, of the, a lot of football clubs, if you take any negative banners in or anything like that, the stewards will remove them from you anyway. Mm. I mean, I, mean, I guess you can't stop it's somebody a shame, on the It's a shame using it in a national weekend because we could have made a show out of this when we sometimes struggle for content, can't we? But uh, <laughs> we could go on and on and that, but I am going to drop the clause now. Yeah. There's lots of stuff to talk about, safe stand and all sorts. We'll get on yeah. that one Tickets week. are too expensive. Reduce the ticket sort prices. Out. Sort There's out. plenty of money going around. That's a clear message from us. Thanks for listening. Yeah.